Welcome to the MTB Tribe Podcast, your trail map for the world of mountain biking. And now, I'll introducing your host, Gareth Beckett. Howdy, mountain bikers. Thanks for being here, and welcome to episode 108 of the MTB Tribe Podcast. I'm here, as always, to help you find out more about mountain biking, how to go on the trails, keep you stoked, and hopefully learn a little more about mountain biking and the people involved. So thanks for being here once again, and thanks for tuning in this week. Now, what do you do when you have been mountain biking for quite some time, and your local scene has kind of died a little, and you have no real close local trails to practice on and get out for that quick one-hour blast? What do you do? Well, Jason Murphy, co-founder, builder, and inspiration behind the Shrona Boy Farm bike trails, done exactly that. He got together with Dennis O'Shea, they introduced themselves to the local farmer, and they built bike trails. That's as simple as it gets, but that's really what happened. Jason's super passionate, super, super passionate about getting bike trails in his local area, getting guys out, having a blast, and it just snowballed from that. It went from that to actually hosting three events over the 2019 race season, and uh, to great success. Now, I actually hadn't heard a lot about Shrona Boy Farm bike trails uh, until they hosted the Monster Gravity Championships on the 14th of July of this year. Robert from freewheeling.ie reviewed the event on his website and said I had to get the guys on the podcast, so I took his advice and reached out. And thankfully, Jason was kind enough to come on the show and tell us the story about how the trails came into being, what was the driving force behind stepping out and taking, you know, like, you know, a serious risk building... a trail centre effectively in Killarney or that's what the guys are hoping it will be in the near future um, so we get into that we get into how the help of a few people it quickly came together and quickly became the place to be and it was quite a surprise for the guys but a welcome surprise at that of course now Jason is quick to say that it would never have happened if it was not for the experience of Dennis O'Shea. Dennis has done so much for the mountain bike scene as we all know in and around the Killarney area uh, and his bike shop, the Big Little Bike Shop, helps sponsor the Shrona Boy Farm bike trails and Jason is adamant that the project would never have happened if it wasn't for the input of Dennis. So if you are in the area and you need any bike parts or accessories or anything like that, please call into Dennis's shop, show your support, spend a little money. And say thanks for everything Dennis has done for the Irish mountain bike scene. So tune in, find out more about the Shrona Boy Farm Bike Trails, see what Jason has to get up to, and um, he's he's made his life very busy um, getting these events on. The guys have got lots planned for the near future, and we chat to Jason about how you can get yourself booked into the uplifts, get out there, try something different. Um, we chat to him about the trails, what they're like, what the area is like, and everything that goes into it. It's a, it's a great interview, it's a great uh, chat with Jason. So all I have to do is introduce Jason to the MTB Tribe podcast. Hi Jason, welcome to the MTB Tribe podcast. How's things with you this evening? Cheers, hi Gareth, how are you? Not too bad now, uh, just indoors at the moment, uh, trying to stay away from Lorenzo, the old storm that's coming in. Oh, that's right, you guys were getting hit with that. Has it, has it came ashore yet? or A little bit. This morning was a bit, a bit windy and it was raining a bit, but it's after clearing a bit. Um, they're saying it's going to come in a bit later, but I'm not too sure. You can never you can never trust the weatherman, can you? <laughs> yeah, we'll get all the doors locked and all the windows closed, though. Yeah, yeah, keep all the bikes in the side tonight, anyway. <laughs> well, Jason, listen, thanks so much for coming on the show. It's great to chat to you. Um, it's always good to get somebody like yourself on from, from 
you know, something that's required to keep the the Irish race scene going over there. So thanks so much for coming on the show. I appreciate it. Me on. Cheers. No problem. And of course, uh, if guys don't know you, you have the Shona Boy Farm, the trail. Can we call it a trail centre or is it a trail network? How do you like to call it, Jason? Suppose you could. It's kind of a race venue and uplift centre, I suppose. Um, we kind of have three trails at the moment, but two of them are uplift access only. So, um, yeah, I suppose, yeah, just the uh, trail center, I suppose you could say, or an uplift, uplift venue. It depends, yeah, that, I suppose. that works, that works. So let's chat a wee bit about it, if you, you don't mind. So where are you based at there, Jason? Uh, we're based in Clarny, so, yeah, southwest of Ireland. Um, I presume everyone probably knows about Clarny anyway, because it's great touristy town um we live off tourist town in this neck of the woods and <laughs> um, so basically we have we have more hotel beds than actual people in the town so that kind of tells you how we go about things down here wow you're joking me really that's apparently so yeah yeah it's about fourteen thousand <laughs> town and apparently we have more hotel beds than people so we solely uh, rely on tourists throughout the year you know, to keep us going, which is which is crazy. Yeah, that's nuts, man. That's nuts. Um, but I'm I'm glad it's working. Seems to be anyway. Yeah, it's good. Yeah, you, you get to meet a lot of new people down here, like you know, from the and stuff. So it's, it's really interesting the characters you kind of meet when you're out and out and about, which is really cool to see. Cool, man. Cool. So tell us uh, tell us how the idea came about to start the Shona Boy Farm Bike Trails then, Jason. Um, well, we had, um, about 10 years ago, we had a cross-country race out there. Um, it's owned by um, a farmer and his, his wife, uh, Khan and Eileen. Um, so basically, they have a mountain, and it's very, very similar to kind of what Fort William have, just open mountain. There's, there's not many trees there or anything. So... Um, about 10 years ago, we had a cross-country race. We had the round of the MPS there, and there hadn't been anything since then. So last year, in 2017, I was over at the Ard Rock in Juro, you know, that festival mm-hmm. in the UK. Yeah, so I, I went to there. I went there in 2017, and um, basically I did the race, came home, and I was like, holy shit, like, we could do this in Killarney. So I met up with uh, my neighbor, Dennis O'Shea. He owns a big little bike shop uh, here in town. Uh, a lot of people would know him throughout the racing. He was racing years ago, but he's kind of taking a break from it now. But I just told him about the whole thing about the Art Rock and saying, you know, we could do this here. So uh, basically, we approached the farmer again, and we went out and just told him, could we you know, see if we could get something going? Just uh, And he said, yeah, work away, no problem at all. And we didn't think we'd get very far at the start. Uh, so we just basically just started trimming some header up the mountain there one evening, and we just kept going you know, following a sheep line and just continuing again another few days and kept going. And then we're just kind of 1.2k up the, up the mountain. So we're like, well, <laughs> somewhere. Yeah, wow, that's crazy. So how many of you are involved in it then, Jason? Uh, at the start, there was about three or four of us. Um, myself and Dennis were kind of doing a lot of the work there um, last September, right up to kind of like Christmas time. Um so we're just basically streaming up the mountain and getting rid of the header just to just just to create a line up there, and then the farmer would come in and he'd like drop in supplies for us and stuff. But it was it was pretty it was tough work, you know. So we had to kind of bring in a few more recruits. So there was another two or three lads there with us, uh, giving us a hand to do this. Um, 
so yeah, we just we just focused on this trail for the last few months um, until we got it up and running. And um, basically, yeah, we had our first uplift. It was the last? I think it was last November. Um, just a few weeks after we started streaming the mountain, so we had a basic line there. So um, we basically got a few people around just to show them what we've done, we had done, and yeah, everyone there was positive vibes about the place. So yeah, we just said we keep going. We were we had something going, so we said we keep it up. Yeah, that's pretty crazy. Um, like the farmer, what, what kind of did you have to negotiate with him? Did he, or did you yourselves think that you would try and make some money off this? Was he happy enough to go with what happened, or how did that all work? He's he's good friends with Dennis, so um, Dennis knows him very well. So he just kind of approached him and just said, "Look, you know, could we try get something going here, and you know, we kind of create a business for for him, just." Uh, Get a tra- basically it was just for us to get a trail because we don't really have much down here to neck of the woods uh, we have a national park but we're very restricted in what we can do in the national park um, so we probably have about 8 or 9 trails up there but they're all deer trails so mm. the trails are exactly the same way they were 10 years ago to this day so you know we needed some variation so yeah just to get a trail established here is, is what we were looking to get and just then the uplift idea came about and we just took off there again. Yeah, cool. And the farm, is is it a working farm? Yeah, it is, yeah. So midweek, it's it's a working farm, yeah. Uh, cows and sheep running around the place. <laughs> so you're you're, uh, you're no harm of running into something like that, are you, when you're up there? Yes, yeah, yes the sheep are roaming the mountain, so... Some days you're riding down, there could be a flock of sheep there, and you just they're just running all over the place. And you're just riding <laughs> down. So yeah, it's, it's pretty cool to see, like you know, it's pretty cool. But yeah, uh, yeah. who's up there? Is spectacular. You can like on a clear day, you you can see back to Dingle, which is about forty k from where we are. Like so, it's, the views are something else. Yeah, I've seen images of it, and to be honest, it um it does look absolutely amazing from up there. Yeah, yeah, it's spectacular. You definitely have to get down and have a look at it sometime. Yeah, cool. So how quickly did it take off? Because you're you're relatively young still, um, and <laughs> you seem you seem to have quite a lot of interest. So how quickly did the whole thing build? Yeah, it took it, it yeah, it took momentum pretty quick actually. Um we kind of had our first uplift last November, as I said, and there was only about nine people. And then in December we had probably doubled that and we kind of had a Santa Xmas bash, like a just a kind of a mess around race with stopwatches, handed out a few trophies and like had a little podium just to create a kind of bit of vibe. And mm-hmm. then, yeah, through the winter, we just kind of went back and started um, just amending stuff, to, uh, fixing up the trail because a lot of people were telling us what to do. So we'd go back and fix it up and we'd have another uplift day. So then there'd be something new. So every time they came back, there was something changed on the trail, you know, to just kind of keep them keep them interested in what we were doing but then mm. like yeah say maybe February yeah I say maybe February March it picked up like so we went up to like 23 riders 24 riders and then it went up to 30 riders so it's, it's gathering momentum pretty pretty quick which we didn't we didn't really expect that to be honest with you yeah for sure man it it, it does seem to have went from not really being you know nobody really known about it to being actually quite popular and people talking about it um, yeah. I've also, yeah, it's cool, man. It's really cool. I've also heard people refer to it as the kingdom. Why do people call it that? Yeah, for the Gaelic football, I suppose the kingdom. 
in Missouri. And that's that's where that name would come about. And plus it's yeah, it's this beautiful spot down here. Only a king would live here. <laughs> <laughs> very good, you're you're very lucky, yeah. Yeah, yeah, it's spectacular. Classic. So um I know Jason, you're riding all yourself, you're you're very handy on a bike, uh, and things like that. Um is that what really kind of made you start the trails it was something you were thinking you know we need better yeah. local trails here is it just from you know you being into the mountain bike inside of things and, and knowing what other people have and that you could have something similar yeah because like we're pretty we're pretty um deprived down here to be honest um we don't have much to to ride and uh, when you go up to dublin or up to the north you're like you're pretty spoiled for what you've got so like when we ride new terrain it's basically just when we're racing you know, we're constantly mm-hmm. riding the same kind of like gear trails down here, you know, and we're not able to develop as quick as you would normally. Um, so, yeah, it was just to get um, to get trails in, to have something different here for us and also um, to kind of develop a scene because there hasn't been much of a scene in the last eight, nine years, really, around the second of the woods. Because um, I say about 2006, 2007, in the early days there, uh, there was a big gang of us racing downhill. There must have been about 15 to 20 of us and we used to all have long hair and camera jerseys camouflage <laughs> we just all pile out of the van you know and uh, just rock up to the race <laughs> so uh, everyone knew us you know pretty popular mm-hmm. around those times and then it just died out and there was nothing for about eight nine years i'd say so we're just trying to kind of myself and Dennis we're trying to create a scene again and it's slowly building now you know just lads rocking up to these uplift days that are pulling the bikes out that are like 10 years old, you know, <laughs> just oiling up the chain and all that and just getting going again, which is really cool to see. Yeah, that that's amazing. Uh, it really is cool. And, you know, if we chat about the mountain bike scene in general, really, like I'm sure you have seen a bit of change in Ireland and, and the north of Ireland over the, over the years. Um, is it healthy in your eyes? Do you think it's going well? Yeah, I, I think so. Yeah, it's it, especially in Dublin and so stuff. There's a lot of stuff happening up there. There's a lot of riders, you know, which is which is really cool to see. And I think down here it's starting to grow again, which which is which is very good. Um, like I took a break for, I took a break for about four or five years from riding bikes, and then I just got back into it and maybe just to start of 2017 again. And like the whole the whole scene had changed. And so I predominantly raced downhill, and now. It's like enduro is the, the main discipline in the country mm-hmm. where you're getting 230 riders plus. And back in the day, it was just, you know, 100 riders and everybody knew each other, you know. So you're just kind of rocking up to meet your friends. Whereas now, it's just you might, like, only, you know, five or six people. <laughs> so it is definitely, it's definitely growing, you know. And, like, centers like The Gap and Boy Park Ireland are definitely helping, helping with that. Yeah, it's good to see. And, you know... I've had a few guests on the show before and we've chatted about why the Irish talent is so good and you know maybe it's maybe it's a combination of the trail centers or the combination of media coverage or we you know nobody really knows but you know you're seeing young riders coming to to your Shonabroy farm there and stuff so obviously you're seeing guys honing their skills on your trails do you think do you think that helps the scene yeah it definitely does yeah they have something there to um, to ride you know um especially down here anyway because like there's a few young 
young kids here and they they have somewhere to to develop their skills now which is really really cool to see you know and our trails are like the first trail we have is 1.2k and it, it's it's very physical if you're trying to race it so like they're at an early age they're getting that physicality out of the trail and just helping them develop i presume in the future for future races you know so it kind of, kind of does help them when they're learning learning about it as they go yeah no i think it's great and you know i think the kids need the facilities to get keep them interested and get them out there and they have no excuses they can ride a lot of these areas when it's wet because they're yeah. you know they're built for drainage etc and stuff like that so yeah. so your trails then jason were you riding that area before you kind of made them into proper uh, trails no no um i did a cross-country race there as i said um that was about nine nine years ago maybe more um and i hadn't been there i hadn't been there since so uh, i kind of stick to a, kind of a like the national park where you have about seven or eight trails there but they're all they're all deer trails it's very they're very techy so mm-hmm. very short so they're they're over pretty quick um so kind of the, since september last september i've been kind of out thrown away farm building and riding with with the lads so uh, yeah that's where i've been i haven't actually been to the other place in, in a good few months you know yeah building yeah so had you any experience building trails before or was it something you just learned on the not, go not really to be honest with you uh just maybe the odd jump here and there um but like to bring in machinery and obviously i don't drive the machinery no i can barely drive my van but um <laughs> <laughs> but yeah it's just kind of like dictating what goes on and stuff you know yeah we're, just, we're slowly learning there but like we obviously you build something and you're like you think it works out and then people start writing it and you kind of see what you've done wrong. So you have to go back and correct the whole thing again, you know. You kind of had to do that a few times and now we're going to go back maybe in December, January and fix a few things, you know, that we've seen throughout the races that we can kind of develop and make it a bit better, you know. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah. You know, constantly looking how to develop it and make it a bit better. Yeah, yeah, of course. And I think the races and stuff like that, and the more riders you go on the trail, it'll give you positive feedback or or genuine feedback's really good. It'll help yeah. you do that. Yeah, yeah, it's great to see. Yeah, a lot of people like yeah, we had the IDMS there now, um, last month I think it was. Yeah, start of September or mid September, and um, yeah, it was beautiful weather right up to the race, dusty trails, and then the whole weekend it just absolutely pissed down. So it completely changed the, the conditions of the track. But, um, yeah, we got a load of, like, uh, pointers on how we can develop it a bit better, you know, and carry it on for next year and make it a better race. So, yeah, we're going to go back and just look at that now and just try try develop it a bit more and push it on. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And you have a crew of guys there helping you and stuff with machinery and things? Yeah, yeah. Basically, the, the farmer, he... he um, he's able to drop stuff around the mountain first, which is, which is very handy. We don't have to actually like wheel it in with a barrel or anything. So if we need hardcore rocks, they, they'll drop them. No problem for us, which is, which is very handy. And then we have lads there to just lift them up and place them and stuff. So yeah, it's, we're getting, a, we're getting more and more lads involved in building with us. So it's, which is great. Cause at the start it was, it was only a few of us. Happy days. The farmer seems pretty cool. Yeah, yeah, he's pretty cool about it. Yeah, he's. I think yeah, he's he's taking an interest in it now. So he likes meeting new people there, like you know, coming down from the north or Dublin and stuff. And there's a lot of like for the last few races, we've had a lot of repeat customers, and you know, he's starting to build a relationship with them, and he knows them on a first name basis, and he's 
he's very happy with it and so is his wife so you know it's, like, and it's something that isn't a sheep or a, a cow you know for that weekend <laughs> <laughs> has he tried the trails himself no no he hasn't no <laughs> not yet anyway we're just gonna have to make a few more a few more for him and then he can try them out ish <laughs> classic classic so Jason tell us for for the visiting rider uh, tell us what they can expect as far as facilities and stuff like that go how's it set up there um, it's very very raw at the moment because um, we hadn't really kind of planned on it's not really open to the public at the moment um, right okay it's kind of it's done through um, it's done through a whatsapp group we kind of kept it towards mountain bikers and clubs at the moment um so if you're in a, if you're in a club or you, yeah you're you're racing you're you're more than welcome to come down or drop us a text on the Shona Boy Facebook page and we can let you know when the next uplift day is on um so yeah because it's very raw at the moment we still have to create a website we still have to get a, a booking a booking uh format done and everything so we're just still in the early days early stages of the whole project so yeah, if that's the only way they can get in contact with us is through the Shona Boy Facebook page at the moment, and we can add them to the WhatsApp, and then they can find out about all the information there. Um, so I think currently there's about 90 to 100 riders on that at the moment. So we started out with like nine. Wow. <laughs> it's growing, yeah, yeah. Yeah, and, and that's, sorry, that's effectively over, well, well, would you say a year? Would you say a yeah, year and a half? Just about it, just under the year, I reckon, because um, it kind of started gathering momentum, I say, uh, maybe February. So, yeah, just the last few months. Wow, that's crazy, man. Yeah, yeah. Wow, it just sees you, you know, shows you what interest is out there. Um, do you know where the majority of the riders would be coming from? Um, they would be coming from Cork. Um, we've had people down from Dublin, um, Limerick. So, yeah, just kind of around the Munster region, really, at the moment. Um, and obviously for the races, it's from the north and stuff. But, yeah, it's kind of like we're trying to build the scene here. You do get your you do get your locals. But, yeah, it's Limerick, Cork, you know, Tipperary, they, they, they do travel, which is which is great to see. Because um, we can cater for 38 riders at the moment. So mm-hmm. we have um, three uplift trailers, really, and they're able to take 38 bikes. So that's kind of our limit at the moment. We plan to expand it in the near future, but we just have to sit down and, and talk with the farmer and everything first to see how we're going to go about things for next year. Yeah, yeah, of course, of course. Um, but sounds very interesting, sounds very positive, and at least you're getting getting the numbers there and you're getting the interest, which is awesome. Yeah, it's cool to see because, like, um, we had, like, during the summer we had a barbecue. It was, like, kind of end of year kind of thing, and we had uplifts going and it was like a uh, 10 euro for like eight or nine runs. It was an evening session and we had a barbecue after and we unexpected 10 people to show up and we had like 22 people showing up, you know, and there were like predominantly locals and a few lads from Cork, but like it was a really, really good night. We were riding till about 10 in the evening. We had a barbecue, you know, and it was just, it was just great to see that there were so many people who were out in like a Wednesday evening just riding their bikes. <laughs> Yeah, that's cool, man. Because normally when you organise stuff like that, if you think there's going to be 20 people come, you're lucky if 10 show up. <laughs> yeah, 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 exactly, yeah. yeah. <laughs> I think everyone, everyone wants to get down and ride it. Like, it's um, 
because we have two trails going at the moment, two uplift access trails. So it's pretty, pretty, pretty cool to see. Yeah, yeah. So tell us a wee bit about those trails then, Jason. What are they like? What can somebody expect? Uh, um, they're physical enough. Um, there's no big features on them at all. Um, we hadn't kind of, um, when we were starting out, we hadn't planned it to be a downhill track um, with big jumps. We just kind of said we just start trimming something and just use it for them, the enduro bike, you know, just pedal down the mountain. So, yeah, there's not many big features. Uh, some places are steep. Um, you're kind of riding gravel paths in places. Some places you're on peat. You know that the, con- the conditions change when the weather changes, obviously. But like the majority, mm. it's pretty hard packed. Um, but there's only two spots that are like that would be would be PT enough and do get caught up in the rain. But um, yeah, yeah, they're pretty long, 1.2 k, and I think like the fastest time to get down would be about two two or two in the wet. And about a one fifty five in the dry, so not not much of a difference. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah, so yeah, they're, they're good old trails, good fun. Yeah, so you, you have, you sorry, know. you have you have two trails then, don't you, Jason? Yeah, two trails. Uh, we have a third, but that was just there for the grassroots and Euro this year. It was kind of a real short one, just a just a pedal pedal fest, just to get you down. <laughs> okay. Okay. Uh, and. And are the trails suited kind of to all levels of rider? Um, I, su- I suppose so. Yeah, I suppose. Um, you can you can get away. You can get down the mountain, all right, no problem. Just take your time. And there's, as I said, there's no big features to catch you out. There's just one or two little steep bits. Of course, nothing, nothing is nothing there to stop the average rider getting down. You know, which mm-hmm. uh, is kind of the way we kind of built it. As um. For the grassroots enduro, it's it's blind racing. I don't know if you know that. Um, so it's a one-day event with blind racing. So we kind of had to build the tracks to cater for everybody, you know, and not have any crazy features there to catch people out on the day. So, mm-hmm. yeah, everything is rollable and, or, and you're able to get down, no problem. Yeah, it's cool. I've, I've seen footage um, that you just put up of the trails, um, and they do look they do look really good. Um, they do look to have some nice features in them. Um, would you say they're flowy or, or is there a lot of pedaling required? Uh, <laughs> on, a, on a dry day, they're flowy. On a wet day, there's a bit of pedaling involved. <laughs> so there yeah. is. Yeah. Makes yeah. it interesting for tyre choice. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I say just take the tyres off and just go down in the rims. <laughs> <laughs> Classic. Um, so how would you advise kind of first-time users to approach the trails? Just you, you do the uplift service. Tell us how that works, how many uplifts yeah. and stuff you get like that. So basically, we kind of send out a text on the WhatsApp um, when the uplifts are going on, and it's, ter- it's 38 riders. So they'll rock up on a Sunday at 10 o'clock, uh, get set up, um, they'll sign on, and then they'll head up the mountain in the tractors and the jeeps. And then at the top, then they'll just cruise the way down. At the start, it's just all little rollers. And it kind of gets into a few corners and then back onto some hardcore. And, yeah, just they cruise the way down the mountain and back up again. Because um, there's no big features, so they're, they're okay riding down by themselves. Um, but, yeah, that's how that's how they go about it, I suppose. That's cool. And how many uplifts would you do per day if somebody was to go for the day, say? Uh, we try to get in about... 10 to 11 um but like out of the out of the 38 you could have only about 
12, 13 left at the end of the day because the rest of the lads are like hanging. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Absolutely hanging because it does take it out here after a few runs, especially when you're when you're attacking, you know. Yeah. You see, because it's funny because 1.2 kilometers doesn't seem long. Yeah. But, yeah. but it soon saps the energy out of you. Um, you know, especially yeah. when it's when you're concentrating and it's it's quite hard on you. So I can see a lot of guys not using the uplift service all day and taking yeah, a break yeah. here and there. At the start of the morning, it's full, and towards the end of the evening, there's there's plenty of space there for people. <laughs> <laughs> that would sound like me for sure. <laughs> Going too hard and not pacing myself. Yeah, <laughs> tapping me a few times as well. <laughs> yeah, cool. Uh, so, how much would something like that cost, Jason? Uh, at the moment, it's thirty euro for for the day, um, mm-hmm. and there would be a complimentary snack included in that, maybe teas, coffee, and the farmer's wife comes up and gives a bit of tea and coffee and a bit of uh, brack or a sandwich or something. So yeah, that's all included in the in the offer. Wow, it's amazing, isn't it? That you know that would only happen in Ireland, really. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> yeah, definitely. You know that's so cool. The the farmer's wife comes and gives you tea and coffee and stuff. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's a nice, uh, really nice touch. You know, I think that they're they just see people up there just yeah, using the place. You know, so it's it's really cool to see. Yeah, that's pretty awesome, man. That that sounds amazing. The uh, the American dudes love that. Yeah, yeah. They'd eat that up, wouldn't they? <laughs> <laughs> classic, classic. All right, so let's chat a wee bit about the uh, the races you had there this year as well. Um, yeah. So you had the Monster Gravity, uh, the Mo- yeah, Monster, pronounced that Monster Gravity, Monster yeah. Gravity Championships. All right, that was fourteenth uh, of July. Is that right? Yeah, yeah. Uh, basically, it was uh, Dennis wanted to hold the race just to show the. Um, the landowner and his wife, uh, how the events go, just a kind of pre-event before the grassroots and the IDMS, just to show them how everything ran. So mm-hmm. yeah, we kind of didn't, we didn't really expect um, many people to sign up for it. We weren't expecting too many. Um, so it was a one-day event, and it was upless in the morning, and then you'd have your two race runs. So it was kind of going back to the old downhill format back in 2005, 2006. Um, where you go up and you do your two race runs and your best run counted. So, mm-hmm. yeah, so we kind of set up an Eventbrite page there where you could get the tickets. And, yeah, it just, it just like, yeah, it took off. The first few weeks were a bit quiet. And then towards the end there, we had about 85 riders that had booked in. So we, we were pretty happy with that. Yeah, wow, wow. And when you were chatting about it, how many were you thinking you were going to get? Uh, about 45 to 50. Yeah, wow, it's good, man. You know, it, it's one of those things. Do you think? Do you think the riders were coming for the event, or do you think some of them were taking the opportunity to try out the the trails? I think I think a bit of both, to be honest with you. Um, I say a lot of riders were coming down just to um, yeah try them out and just get a bit of practice in for like maybe the grassroots and stuff because that was on a few weeks after. Um, so yeah, I think that was one of the reasons but I suppose a new event and people like to support things you know coming things so yeah it was got, we got some great feedback the weather was amazing uh, the trailer was right very 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 quick so yeah it was, it was a good day out um, 
the farmer and his wife absolutely loved it, you know, so that was that was a plus. That's cool. And do they get involved? Are they around the contest area and stuff? Yeah, like um Khan Khan would be doing the uplifts. Um so he runs that kind of that side of things and then his wife and her daughter, they would and her friends would be doing the barbecue. So they do the, the on site catering. So Burgers wow, and uh drinks and stuff on the day. So we had that was the format for our three um three races this year, the wife and, and the family were doing the barbecue. <laughs> That's classic. Yeah, yeah. Really it's good great. burger. Next time yeah. you're down, definitely <laughs> um, And what kind of feedback were you getting, Jason, from the riders? Yeah, a lot of people were happy with the place. They couldn't get over the views. A lot of people were very positive about the trails, especially yeah, in the grassroots. There was a lot of a lot of good feedback about it, so which was really good to see because you know when you go to a race, you, you can be critical yourself about the trails and how the uplift queues are going and all that. So I was kind of like, oh shit. People are just going to give out about the place and all that, you know. Mm. <laughs> I was kind of a, a bit nervous and on the day about the whole thing, but after, yeah, got some good feedback. Yeah, that's good, man. That's good. And you actually came second in that race, is that right? Yeah, yeah, I came second, yeah. Uh, got beat by uh, Ollie Cornford from, from Cork. We did. Me by second, I think. Beat me on my own trail. Oh, <laughs> 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 uh, you're. <laughs> <laughs> was that the first time Ollie had read it? Uh, no, he'd written it. Uh, I say in November at our Santa Bash, and he won that as well. I think so. Yeah, he got that as well. <laughs> Dirty dog. Yeah, um, yeah. He, he must got the ID as well. Yeah, he got the ID mess as well. He, won, he took the fastest time of the day as well, so he's quick. He's a quick bullet, that's for sure. Yeah, for sure. <laughs> Good stuff, good stuff. Now, you had, you had then round four uh, of the Mondraker Grassroots Enduro there at the start of September. Um, yeah. How did that go down? What was your kind of entry numbers for that? We had, I think it was about two, 290 that had entered for that. What? And yeah, 290, yeah. So it was, it was, a, great, it was a great turnout for that. Um, conditions weren't as nice as the, the Munster Champs. It rained, it rained all week before, so it was trails are a bit sloppy but um yeah people enjoyed it um a lot of a lot of slipping and sliding down the mountain but uh yeah everyone had a great time and yeah it was it was fun <laughs> mm-hmm. yeah and you know that's interesting that you had the completely different conditions and yeah, it's, in- yeah. it's interesting how it works and and feedback and all after that so did the trails stand up to the conditions were you happy with the way the trails stood up to to all the rain yeah, I think our f- stage one, which is called Queenies, that that has had a lot of activity in the last last few months. So that that was pretty solid. The other two trails, we kind of just got them in just in time for the grassroots, so they were fairly fresh. But, but yeah, they did the top section of one was riding down in peat. That kind of got a bit slippy and slidey. But yeah, they held up pretty well, to be fair to them, uh, considering the amount of rain and activity that was on the day. You know. Um, but yeah, right now they're in, they're in good nick, I think, at the moment, after all that activity. So it's good to see. Yeah, it's cool. Did you get anybody complaining about conditions like that, or are mountain bikers a hardy bunch and just get on with it? I think they just get on with it, don't they? Uh, you're out there to ride your bike, and no matter what conditions it is, rain, 
snow, wind and sun. You're just going to go out and ride with your friends, which is which is the main thing. There was a lot of happy happy faces around the place anyway. You know, I was down at the bottom of one stage and lads were coming down. Like, Jesus, that was so much fun, you know. <laughs> like sliding down in the rain, which was, which was good. Yeah, it's cool. You know, I think it adds a bit of interest to it. And, you know, you're all riding the same trail so everybody's in the same boat you know so it's yeah, yeah it's pretty cool as a as a different aspect to it mm-hmm, for sure for sure it's a, it's a good it's a good day out um with grassroots and euros yeah no that's cool that's cool so you then had the irish downhill mountain bike series uh 21st and 22nd of september yeah yeah a few weeks after which was yeah we had to get that up and running as well um, yeah and I think I maybe contacted you around that time, Jason. We were chatting, and yeah. you were just you were up to your eyes. But I knew you were going to be up to your eyes. <laughs> but, <laughs> I think but, I think we took on too much because at the start of the year we we're just like, oh yeah, we could, we'll hold the race. And we're like, oh, sure, we'll hold two, and then sure, we'll have three. We're like, yeah, that'd be fine. And then like as as the year went on, we're like, oh shit, yeah, we got to get stuff done. You know, <laughs> just panicking. Yeah. yeah. So did you do anything different for the Irish down, downhill series? To be honest, no, we, we didn't have time. Um, just we just kept it the way it was, um, and just hopefully people enjoyed it. Um, the conditions on on the day, the week that weekend weren't great. As I said, it was like the whole week leading up to it was just sun and dust, and then mm-hmm. come Friday evening, Saturday morning, it's just completely different. So kind of conditions changed considerably that weekend. Um, but yeah, we had I think we had. 80, 80 riders that signed on, eighty five. Mm-hmm. So it was kind of it was a it was a low turnout, but you know we weren't going to pull the event or anything, and um, we just said we just get it done. It was just just to have a race was was the main thing. Even if we had 25, 30 riders, we would have still went ahead with it. Yeah, exactly, and I, I think it's you know it's your first year. It's all good experience. Yeah, um, exactly. Yeah. You know and. You had bad weather at the start of September for the grassroots, and it would have been you know it been interesting to see how the trails held up then near the end of September for the IDMS. Um, again, were the riders happy with the trails? I think so. Yeah, a lot of people said they enjoyed it. Yeah, um, it, it 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 got rightly cut up though. Um, there was one or two sections that could be changed um, just to make them a bit steeper and flow a bit quicker. So we're going to have to, we got some positive feedback. Uh, so we're going to go away and change those sections and make them a bit quicker for next year. So mm-hmm. when they come back for the next IDMS we have, it'll be some parts of the trails will be different, it'll be more suited towards the downhill kind of bike. You know, this year was, we hadn't intended on building a, a downhill trail. It was more of an enduro style trail. And we just said, look, we'll hold an IDMS just to, just to keep the scene going and just have a race down this neck of the woods. So that's what we did. Uh, so for next year we'll we'll change it up a bit and make it more dh friendly yeah but that's what it's all about isn't it you know what i mean yeah. it's that's what it's all about were the guys riding downhill bikes or were they on enduro bikes uh, there was a bit of both to be honest with you um some lads are on downhill bikes other lads are on enduro majority of the country i say ride enduro bikes at the moment don't they mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. but isn't that awesome like you know if you hadn't held it or you had called it off say this year you wouldn't have known for next year then to possibly look at other sections, make some yeah. steep sections, etc. So it's just a learning process, yeah. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, yeah. We know where to what to do now, so we can go away and 
go at it at the winter and uh, change it up for next year. And hopefully we'll we'll double the amount of people that we had for this year. So bring it up a bit more. Yeah, for sure, man, for sure. Now, Jason, do you enjoy holding the events? Did you start out to hold events? You know, was that your your end uh, goal or? We kind of, yeah, we kind of sat down about it and we said we'd hold the grassroots. I kind of got onto Dennis and uh, just said, look, we hold the grassroots three stages. We surely be able to do it. And he was he was pretty keen on it, so we kind of approached the farmer. We said, "Look, we're gonna we're gonna go up to a meeting and try get an event here." And he was pretty happy with the whole thing. So myself and Dennis, we headed up to Care and Tipperary to talk to the grassroots at their meeting, and basically said, "Yeah, we'll run a race." And then we said we'd go for an ITMS because they were looking for a round. The last round was open, so we said we'd take that as well. And then Dennis had an idea to run the Munster Champs as well, so we went with that as well. So yeah. <laughs> we, yeah, we only kind of planned on doing one, and it's just like, sure, we'll have another, we'll have another. <laughs> yeah, man, that's the way those things can go, huh? Yeah, 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 for sure. Well, but I'm sure you're glad you done. You end up doing the three. Yeah, yeah. Now looking back, we're 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 pretty happy with how everything went. Um, at the time, it was stressful enough because you know trying to get things done and try to get everything perfect for the riders, but like. It doesn't work out that way at the end. Like, no, we got through everything anyway. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. And had you any experience doing anything like that before, Jason? Uh, we, we, well, Dennis is kind of the main man. He, you know, he, he ran the events and I went off racing, you know. <laughs> <laughs> I left the left dirty work. <laughs> yeah, but, uh, yeah. Gl- Glenn O'Brien seems to be able to do that somehow as well. That's a pretty well, doesn't he? <laughs> Let's give, I better give him a call about it. <laughs> yeah yeah ask his advice on how you do that yeah drop me a text there glenn when you hear this <laughs> um i think it's just the good team he has around him yeah um, yeah yeah dennis is we have a good team here as well we have a lot of volunteers from our cycling club carrying cycling club uh helped out as well so it was, it was great to see you know and um, we had mark for parking and all that yeah, that's cool. And I wanted to ask you about that because um, I wanted to ask you about their involvement and how they helped out um, because obviously they're on the podium when you see the, the competitors yeah. standing on the podium there. Um, did yeah. they help sponsor the race? Did they help get you volunteers? How did it all work? Uh, so we're all we're all members of the Clarny Cycling Club. Um, Dennis is, um, his bike shop, the big little bike shop, sponsors the club and he'd be pretty active within the club. So, oh, yeah, every kind of, everybody knows each other, so they knew the event was coming on, coming about, so everyone, like a lot of people were offering to give support to it, so, which is great to see, especially when you've uh, kind of an open mountain, you know, you need a lot of people running around the place looking after things just in case something goes wrong. Yeah, yeah, it's it's cool. And, you know, a lot of these things wouldn't, wouldn't happen without cycling clubs and wouldn't happen without volunteers and sponsors and everything else um when did you approach uh, approach killarney cycling club then to help out uh well they kind of knew about the events coming up the mountain bike side of things knew it to start like when we when we decided to have the races they knew that they were coming up so they were yeah we'll, we'll give a hand you know so that, that was no problem there um we had a cross-country race at the start of the year as well and you know they they helped they all helped out so was, everyone kind of rallies together to for, to help out for the day you know which, which is good to see mm-hmm. yeah it's good and the cycling club thing seems to be quite healthy in ireland um it does, yeah, yeah. 
you know, like I've had guests on the show from America, um, quite a few of them now, and they don't really have that kind of thing over there. It's it's more of a road bike type of thing over there. They don't really seem to have mountain bike clubs, not that I know of anyway, but it seems quite healthy here in Ireland. Yeah, it's good to see, I suppose, yeah. Like Dublin, there's a lot of MTB clubs around the country, isn't there, around the, around the capital. And I presume the North have a lot as well. Um, we have two in Kerry. We have the Clarny Cycling Club and then we have Tralee Bay Mountain Bikers. Um, so they're like in the next town over. And I think they're the only two mountain bike clubs in Kerry at the at the moment, mm-hmm. um, but our our club is predominantly leisure leisure cyclists, and then you have your road racers, and then you have uh, MTB section as well. So yeah, it's a it's a pretty big club. There's a lot going on, you know. Mm-hmm. Yeah, no, and that's probably the best way to do it is have something for everybody almost. Yeah, yeah, it's good to see. Uh, like um, the road side of it, they're always developing their youths, and they have a good, strong uh, youth road team, and then. You've got the mountain bike side of things here, you know, which we've good good MTB team as well. There's a few lads getting podiums at the grassroots enduros and stuff, which is good to see. And I yeah, presume awesome. like, having this trail here will help them grow a bit more, you know, where they can get lift, lifts up to the top and ride down, you know, all that. Yeah, no, certainly, certainly helps. And I think for the youth and for the future of the sport and the health of the sport, we need we need the clubs, you know, they have to be there. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, they're there to, to kind of push them on a bit and give them a bit of support. Um, you know, get them to the races. Like down here, anyway. I don't know about other clubs, but like we we take them to the races. You know, there's maybe six or seven lads there. They'll they'll go away for the weekend. A few of the parents will take them up, and then they come home again and they go off to the next race. You know, different lads all the time. You know, so it's good to see. It's kind of a bonding experience as well. Mm-hmm. Yeah, no, definitely, definitely good stuff. Now, let's chat about the future for your trails there, Jason, because I know you have a few things in the pipeline. Um, so you think it has been a success this year anyway? You think it's been going well? Yeah, it's been going well, yeah. Um, yeah, the uplifts have increased. People are trying to get on them, you know, we're booked out. You have to wait till the next one. The races, we had three races. I suppose we're going to do another tree again next year and see how they go hopefully we can double double the idms and keep the same numbers for grassroots and maybe double the monsters you never know mm-hmm. uh, just basically to create create a scene we just want to create a scene down in Kerry again because it hadn't been there for a few years and we just wanted to bring that back you know which is the main thing with all of it Mm-hmm. Yeah, and do you think for the general area there, the local area, are are bikers coming to you and staying in the the local area? Is there places for them to stay? Is there B and Bs and things like that? Yeah, there's there's yeah, there's places around the area for sure. Um, I suppose like for the last um, the last race, I think it was the IDMS. Yeah, they're 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 because there was a morning on a Saturday. The family were doing a kind of barbecue in the morning, breakfast rolls and all that. And they were, they were wondering, why why isn't anyone getting a breakfast roll? But they had found out that the shop down the road, just on the way to the track, it was like he was sold out of breakfast rolls. He couldn't, he didn't understand what was going on. <laughs> and they were <laughs> and then going, why, why aren't we selling breakfast rolls? But they had found out that the shop had sold out and they were pretty happy to see that as well. Like, you know, so it's kind of bringing a bit of money to the area as well, which is which is good. Um, and that local pubs are benefiting as well. Buggers like to have an old point after a few runs you know yeah yeah exactly and i think that's very important because if you have the help and and the kind of 
the uh, the backbone of the community there behind you, it really helps. And um, if everybody's getting a wee turn from it, then everybody's happy to see mountain bikers yeah. arriving in their town. Exactly, yeah. And like that area of, of Clarny, it's um, like a, they'd all know each other as well. So they'd know the farmer and his wife. So, you know, they're, they're happy to, to support it and go up and watch the event and all that, you know, so which, is, which is great as well. Yeah, no, definitely, definitely. So, uh, what have you planned for the near future? Just fill us in, Jason, if you can, and what, what we uh, can expect. We're hoping to get the three races back again next year. Uh, that's that's the plan. Um, maybe have the uplist more regularly, because uh, we're normally just doing one, one a month, maybe two a month. So, hopefully, we can do four within the month you know uh, mm-hmm. and this is just weekends weekends yeah we can we can do a saturday and a sunday um during the summer right we do we do midweek ones uh but normally it's just locals turn up for that mm-hmm. anyone's willing to come down they're more than welcome to to join us on those you normally get it like in the evening you start around seven till about ten you get that seven seven eight runs you know which which was just handy mm-hmm. uh, and so hopefully, yeah, we get we get that going. Maybe maybe put in another trail, and just develop what we have already. That's that's the main thing. Just to get those features right and those little sections that we were on about, just to fix them up for next year. Mm-hmm. No, all good stuff. All good stuff. And then about people coming down. Um are you going to change the system and the way people can book on? Are you going to develop a website? Is that something you're looking at? Yeah, it's something for the future. Um, not right now, I don't think. Um, we're just going to keep it the way it is at the moment. Um, just through WhatsApp, if, if you want to get on to us on Shornaboy Farm or even just contact me on Instagram there, you can drop me a message and we can add them to the WhatsApp group and they'll see when the next uplift day is on and they just they book through that. It's just done through PayPal. So mm-hmm. it's just pay, PayPal and their name is down for that day. Um, we normally run kind of two days now because it's, there's such a demand for it. So we kind of, yeah, at the start it was just the Sundays and now it's Saturday and Sunday, So it's, which, which is good to see. Um, mm-hmm. But yeah, for now, I think we're just going to keep it that way um, and we'll see how it goes from. <laughs> yeah, well, I think it's good. It's working for you. Um, it's yeah it's simple people can easily get involved that way um and and why go to an expensive a website and everything else if you don't need to for now yeah exactly yeah we just want to kind of keep it like you know for the mountain bikers of ireland and clubs you know if you want to have a club day you're more than welcome to come down and do a club event down there or whatever it's you know it's not just us holding events if you want to come down and and have an event there it's up up to yourselves you're more than welcome you want to have a club Mm -hmm event or something or an uplift day you know you're more than welcome to do that yeah cool man sounds sounds great um and i take it this isn't your full-time gig or anything like that jason you you work monday to friday do you yeah i work monday to friday in a shop um just in a kind of a discount store at the moment so but yeah most of my time was probably on the mountain this year to be honest with you i'd finish working at three o'clock and we'd be straight out like three thirty, and we'd be there till about 10 that evening just building in the wind and the rain. <laughs> yeah, bad. yeah. It's crazy, man. And are you getting a turn from it? Like, are you making any money from it yourself? Or? No, no. Um, basically, we just build the trails, and the money that's made will either go back into the track and into the farmer's pocket as well. 
Um, so like we, we get up the trailers with us, you know, we need hardcore. So, you know, funds are put aside for that and stuff. So yeah, it's a bit of both. Mm. So, you know, it takes a lot of motivation and dedication to do something like this. You, you know, you, a lot of people normally don't do anything unless they're getting money in their pocket. Yeah, um, I know. Yeah. Um, the reason we do is because we, we need trails down here. Really. We need to, to get something going. It's, it's nice to be able to, to jump on a, an uplift truck and get a get a drive to the top and ride down, you know, and have the possibility of putting in another two or three trails or in the future, mm-hmm. and being able to build what you want as well, which is another another key feature. Yeah, well, I think that's amazing, you know, and I think people will really appreciate you telling us that, you know, um, because most people will think that you're doing it because you know you get a percentage of the uplift costs or whatever you know um so i think it's really cool that people know that you don't actually make money from it you're doing it just to expand the scene and you know at the end of the day it's to get people riding bikes which is amazing exactly yeah just to to develop a scene down here is is, is what we want um you know put money goes back into the track you know so that it pushes on a bit more so hopefully now next year we'll have a few more things going you know, maybe like get a hut or something in another uplift trailer so we can push on a bit more. So we'll, we'll see where it, where it goes. Um, but if we can get the numbers up, that'll be, we'll be pretty happy with that just to have people coming down. Yeah, that's amazing, sir. That is amazing. Um, well done for that. Like, it, it, you know, it's, it amazes me since I started the podcast how many people, you know, do stuff just from the love of the sport and just to, to help things on and, just really to get people pushing bikes and enjoying themselves out in nature, it really is astounding what you know what this small island actually does. Yeah, capable of yeah, it's 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 a good thing, all right. It's nice to build something and have someone ride it and appreciate it. And hopefully, yeah, it's kind of like it's it's an obsession now. You know, I'm I'll be up the mountain and we'd be digging away, and I'd be with this guy Patrick. He helps out quite regularly, and it'd be pissing rain and. I was just like, give me one more minute. We just need to fix this bit. And he's like, come on, let's go. It's very bad. And he's like, no, no, we have to say it just one second. (laughs) (laughs) Wind and the rain will be down on us. (laughs) Yes, cool, man. It really is something else. Well, awesome. Well, um, so people can best get in contact. Do you have an Instagram page or anything like that? Is it mainly Facebook? Um, Just a Shona Boy Facebook page, Shona Boy Farm. And you can just contact me myself on my my, uh, Instagram if you want to book in as well. And they're probably the best ways of doing it at the moment. All right, Jason. Well, listen, thanks so much for coming on, man. I can't wait to get down there and uh, have a chat with you, meet up with you and and test out those trails. On the trailer, and we'll give you a few runs. Might even get a cup of of tea and a bit of brack. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, it'd be cool. Well, I would try and... uh, I, I won't actually be home for I'm in Malta at the minute and I won't be home for well probably eight months now but when that yeah. time comes when that time comes I'll book in with you yeah we should have a few more things there anyway for you I have it is well I'll book in I'll get a few boys from the north coming down just to, yeah. just to say hello yeah there's camping available as well so there's no problem there uh, you can park up and pitch a tent look at the views lakes of Excellent. Clarny it looks amazing, sir. It definitely looks amazing. It's it's on the bucket list. Um, 
so it, it will be class it will be class well Jason thanks so much man I, I do appreciate you coming on and I no. wish you all the best for next season and yeah. for your building your building over the winter and everything else I hope everything goes well for you yeah, yeah I'd just like to thank everyone that's been involved so far uh, Dennis Roche Patrick uh, Bat and his son Mark uh, so yeah and of course Eileen and Khan the, the owners of the of the land letting us come in and destroy their mountain. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Well, you know, nothing happens really with, with one person that takes a team to do something like that. So yeah. um yeah, yeah. May um you know, big big thanks to everybody involved for sure because Yeah, yeah, a few more as well. A few more a few more lads there as well. They know who they are. They helped out as well. So yeah. Yeah. Hopefully we get strong. Yeah man. Yeah. And you know if anybody wants to help out and they're around your area, is that cool? Can they get in contact with you? Yeah, just drop me a, a message there on Instagram. There's no problem at all. They can, if we're out in the mountain, they can come up and give us a hand. The more hands, the better. <laughs> yeah, 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 for we'll sure, work. man. If they have awesome. diggers, problem bringing them down. Cool, man. Sounds good. Sounds good. It'll be a nice evening. Sure, what else are you going to do in the views you have are amazing. Exactly, yeah. Yeah, just drink tea and dig a mountain. It's no problem. <laughs> Awesome, that's always something great to put in your CV, you know? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Digging up a mountain and <laughs> <in> dream. <laughs> well, Jason, thanks so much, man. Have a good evening there. I appreciate you coming on the podcast. That's a wrap for 108, folks. I hope you enjoyed that. I hope you got much out of that and that you'll be visiting Shona Boy Farm bike trails very very soon Jason thanks so much for coming on the podcast mate it was great to get you on I know when we first reached out you were very very busy organising events and stuff there but I'm so glad it's going so well for you guys and that all the hard work you've put in is being rewarded so well done sir well done now if you want to know a little more about Jason and what the guys are doing there at Shona Boy Farm Bike Trails just head on over to the show notes you'll find them at mtb-tribe.com just search for Jason's episode 108 and you will get some quick links there to what Jason and the guys are doing the social accounts and a quick video there of the Shona Boy Farm Bike Trails now thanks so much for listening and tuning in and if you want to support the show the best way is by subscribing, rating and reviewing us on Apple Podcasts every one of your ratings helps boosts us on Apple algorithms and helps spread the good word about the show to more people if you're not on Apple don't worry you can find and subscribe via Stitcher, Spotify and Podbean and we also have a website mtb-tribe.com where you can find the complete bike catalogue listen and download every show You can also subscribe there and get one email per week with a quick and easy link to listen to the show directly from the site. You can also get involved in social media at MTB Tribe on Instagram and Facebook. And please take screenshots and share with your friends. Share with anybody you think would be interested in the podcast. As that is the best way the podcast is growing is just through word of mouth and just guys sharing out there and letting people know that it actually exists. And hopefully it will help get some people off the sofa bike on saddles out into the wilderness and enjoy a bit of mountain biking because that's all we're here for really at the end of the day is to have a bit of fun get out and socialize with friends and get out into nature and some clean fresh air in our lungs so until next week folks thanks so much for coming on the show thanks for tuning in and i will join you next week for another episode of mtb tribe podcast but until then go out on the bike hit those trails and as always stay mtb stoked